one of the things that we will never tell you is it's a great time to buy all the time because yeah. sometimes it's not a great time to buy. And the same thing goes with selling. Mm -hmm. It's not always a great time for you to sell. Maybe you want to wait, mm -hmm. you know, a, real estate's a lot like playing poker. Sometimes you need to hold. <laughs> yeah. You need to hold. And if we're there for the hold, I don't mind if you call me four years in advance. Mm -hmm. Hey, welcome to the Ended Up in Vegas podcast. This is how we're doing it in 2024. We're talking about selling your home. This year, it's the first quarter. I'm Nikki. I'm Megan. Here's everything you need to know. And the first thing is you should be working with us. Yes. Let, let's just name the reasons. Why do you, who, who do you pick and why? Well, first they should be fun, right? <laughs> that should be your first criteria. I yeah. mean, home buying can be a very uh, stressful process. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, whether you work with us or anybody, you should enjoy the person that you're working with. For sure. If you don't have a good vibe with them, if you're not enjoying the process, it doesn't mean it's always going to be enjoyable. It can be very stressful, but you should work with somebody that you trust. I think that's the most important thing that they're knowledgeable, yeah. that they know the market, that they do enough business to be, to have their finger on the pulse of what's going on. There are a lot of agents out there that do one, two deals a year. Mm -hmm. And you know, that might've worked in the past, but this is not the market for that. Yeah. I think that's it. They go in tandem is someone you trust who is um, fun, but capable of explaining things to you in a way that you understand them and someone who is knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. So not someone who is, you know, not aware of what the market is in your area, mm -hmm. your neighborhood specifically, mm -hmm. um, and someone who has a plan. So we come to every uh, listing appointment and seller with a plan of what, you know, needs to happen with their property before we begin to market it, yep. um, what the what the price should be set at. Mm -hmm. And um, we give you a whole guide on what to do in the process of selling your home to make it smooth and easy and less stressful because we've both sold homes before <laughs> and we know how, how big of a stress it is. Really, it really can be. Um, it doesn't have to be. There's a lot of variables. And I think, you know, I say this a lot in other, in other realms of my life, but humans in general, we like stability. We don't like the unknown. And so there's a lot of unknowns when you're selling your property, mm -hmm. especially if you're moving, you know, you, you, if the situation on the other end is unknown as well. Yeah. So you working with somebody like us that knows what they're doing and knows how to kind of prepare you for what to expect can alleviate a lot of the stress that comes from buying and selling. Yeah. I mean, a realtor is a lot like a chef in the sense that a lot of things that need to be cooked at the same time need to be timed out correctly. Exactly. And it's just, it can be an overwhelming process. It's easy to miss things. The jargon that is used in real estate is sometimes hard to understand, especially if you haven't sold a whole lot of homes. Mm -hmm. um, but what we want to do is prepare you for what you can expect. If you're kind of thinking about selling your home this year and buying a new one, hopefully you listened to our previous episode about buying in 2024. Obviously, we're recording this in January, first of the year. So this is based on what current market conditions are. So mm -hmm. keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. But generally selling this year as of right now, you can look for an easy sale mm -hmm. if your home is priced right. Price is like 75, 80% of, of the equation. Mm -hmm. um, it, if you price it correctly, 
you can overcome a lot of other objections or other issues with the property. Right. Um, condition is important, you know, having it look good, having it look clean, but really price is the most important part of any equation in regards to selling a property. Yeah. So when it comes to selling your property, you want to obviously clean it up, make sure it's tidy. I think that one of the biggest pieces of advice that I can give you, if you are not even looking to sell your home now, just any time in the future, if you ever expect to sell this home, rent this home, not live in it forever mm -hmm. is maintain it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is the, I mean, my biggest pet peeve of the last few years is seeing all of these homes and we've seen the jokes online, right? Mm -hmm. Of like a little playhouse in like someone's yeah. backyard that's yeah. like $800,000 price tag. And you're yeah. just like, what am I paying for? You haven't kept up anything on your property. Things are outdated and broken. And you know, that's just like what you give to people to expect for the price. Yeah. Or how about going in and making a bunch of repairs and improvements to your house just to sell it? So you don't get to enjoy any of those mm -hmm. improvements or repairs. Biggest pet peeve. Yeah. I think, you know, maintaining it from the beginning obviously will help stave off, you know, unexpected costs later on. But, you know, you don't want to be in, in a, when you're dealing with um, real real issues or major repairs, that's something that doesn't come up until you're in under contract. Right. So you've listed your home, you have somebody that that's bought it. Maybe they find something on the inspection. Now you're in a position, you're not in a position of strength when you're negotiating on those things. You're kind of, it's a very difficult position. And then you're kind of going back and forth, you know, rushing to get estimates, you know, it, it, it just doesn't put you as a seller in a position of strength. So the more that you can maintain your home, maintain the systems, you know, it's great if it looks, if it looks beautiful, but if somebody's got to come in and replace an HVAC system or, you know, the major components to a home, mm -hmm. that can be a huge deterrent. It can also be a deal killer. So that, you know, that's something that you really want to think about uh, if you have a home to sell is just maintaining the basic things as you go along, changing your air filters regularly. Yeah. You know, those are some low cost ways to make sure that the home is in good condition when you go to sell it later on. Yeah. And definitely making sure. So one of the things, if you've done anything to your home in the last few years of living in it, where you have added a bathroom, added a bedroom, um, changed something that maybe needed to be permitted. Maybe you got a tankless water heater. Mm -hmm. Those are things that are going to come up on inspection again, that you don't want to delay anything in the process for what's going to be coming next for you after your move. Mm -hmm. And, um, even things like getting like the right, uh, my back door, only I know how to lock it. Only my kids and I know how to lock it. Yeah. It's just a weird thing, yeah. but it's like, if I go to rent or sell my house, I need to make it so that a stranger can come in mm -hmm. and know how to lock the door. So it's simple things like that. But also um, going back to what I was saying is getting those things changed on a tax record mm -hmm. is vital really before important, yeah. you go to market so that there's just no question at all to how, you know, that looks on tax records versus how it looks on MLS records. Absolutely. And because that's something that also, if the buyer is getting financing, will affect the appraisal. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just, there's a lot of considerations making sure that you're following those steps so that you get the, the benefit for the improvements that you've made. Exactly. And one of the things that I think um, people don't really think about, they think of a realtor as someone they just call when they're ready to buy and sell. Mm -hmm. But that really, I want that relationship to start right away because if you're going to be making improvements to a house that you just bought, if you're going to be painting, if you're going to be moving walls, if you're going to be doing something, in fact, um, a friend of mine just messaged me because he 
through someone else. They were trying to sell a house where they had converted the, the primary bedroom into a movie theater mm-hmm. and they were having a really hard time selling the house. So if you're going to make an improvement to a house, you know, and you're not going to be staying there for a very long time, it really helps to talk to a real estate agent, someone who really knows and can guide you. Maybe you're still going to do it, but at least you know going into it that you've made that decision and that, you know, what the potential outcome could be if you want to sell that house in the next three to five years. Yeah. Um, I, I would like to also talk about the added benefit of us as a team. We had a, a situation a few months ago where we were um, discussing a divorce case that involved a real estate deal. And, you know, the reason that we specialize in divorce is because we can handle those situations with the two of us mm-hmm. where we're both representing a couple yes, and one of them feels like they're represented by one person and the other one feels like they're represented by the other. So that's also a crucial part when you're going through a really stressful, mm-hmm. <laughs> undoubtedly stressful situation like a divorce Absolutely. Um, or a death situation where there was not a will or a trust. Um, we, as a team, yeah. you and I communicate daily on those things mm-hmm. and we can represent um, couples in that as well to help facilitate the process without having to pay an, an attorney. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. I mean, those, there can be a lot of, uh, there's a lot of sensitive pieces and challenging pieces, right? So when you're going through, um, whether it's divorce or a death or, you know, an unexpected life transition, there are things that have to be dealt with in, with the house that are unexpected. Mm-hmm. And, when you're dealing with that in in place, I want to say it, simultaneously with uh, stress or even trauma or a really difficult situation, it's hard to know what to do at that time. Right. So one of the benefits of working with us is not only can we represent and handle both sides of the you know the husband and wife or whatever, we have we are Nikki's an interior designer. We have contractors. We know what needs to be done to get a house ready to sell. Right. We can give you guidance. You should do this. You shouldn't do this. We can handle a lot of that to make that process a lot easier so that while you're in stress or while, if you know someone who is, they don't have to think about that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's bad enough to be going through a really difficult life transi- transition and then trying to figure out, okay, well, do I need to paint? Who do I get to clean the carpets? Mm-hmm. You know, there's just so much to it. I'm not ready. Like, packing up the stuff, it's just overwhelming. And when yeah. you don't have the, the emotional or mental bandwidth for that, mm-hmm. you know, to have someone that you can just say, hey, like, I don't know what to do. Okay, th- we're going to make a list for you. We're going to tell you exactly what needs to be done. We're going to give you a list of what we recommend. You can decide which of those things you want to do. And then we can tell you kind of what the potential outcomes are and just make that very seamless and simple for, for someone. Yeah. I think that I'm going to air out one of my biggest pet peeves of the real estate industry in Las Vegas, which is the agents. And I'm speaking about my colleagues very kindly because I think that this is one of the things that you need to, everybody knows an agent. Most people know an agent. Mm-hmm. They're like, you, you can't know. throw a dead cat without hitting five different real estate agents. They're everybody like, knows it. One, are you kidding me? Most people know five or six at least, right? There, what are 15, 17,000 agents? Yeah, there was, there was 18, city? almost 20, but I think uh, quite a few have, uh, have, expired there. (laughs) Yeah. So two things that I want you to ask any of your friends who are agents before you, you know, ask them to uh, potentially sell your property is, can I see your last uh, listing? Can I see the pictures from your last listing? So you can read through it. You can see how they marketed it. You can see the photos they took of it. I cannot stand looking and I'm a buyer and Mm -hmm. a potential seller. 
I cannot stand looking at listings with like vertical photo from an iPhone that <sighs> like exists anywhere on the internet. That's not okay. Yeah. Um, even as a courtesy listing, that's not okay. If yeah. somebody's working for you for free, please call us. <laughs> that's not okay. Well, and even like no photos. Um, in today's age of technology mm -hmm. and vir like the, we have tools and things that we can do to make a house look great. There's almost no reason not to have any photography. Right. Um, you know, poorly written listing descriptions. You know, there's just, there's no excuse for that in today's no excuse. Yeah. So please just give us a call once you <laughs> exhaust all of those other agents who are doing a subpar job. Some of them are just, they don't have the education. Mm -hmm. They don't pay close enough attention. They're not fully invested in it. And this is, you know, it goes back to one of the really crucial aspects of real estate is if you're not doing it full time, you're not really doing it. And that's mm -hmm. why, you know, a lot of schools in town will teach that principle. Yeah. Um, but you really do need to be immersed in it to know what's going on in the market. And, um, you know, if you can't hold your, your agent accountable for at least the marketing plan, then what can you hold them accountable for when your home isn't selling and, you know, you don't know why. Yeah. I think also interviewing more than one agent, I think yep. is a really good idea. I agree. I think, um, because you might have three really great agents, but your communication style might be different. And mm -hmm. I think that that's a really important piece that people sometimes don't think about. And so you're going to be in the trenches with this person for at least, at least 60 to 90 days and maybe longer. Make sure you that like that person and that you feel com that you feel comfortable having difficult and challenging conversations with them. Yeah. So anytime someone contacts me and says, I'm interested in potentially selling my house, what is it worth? I will do a couple hours worth of, uh, it, it's easy for an agent to pull comps, right? Mm -hmm. But I will do a couple hours worth of research to really get into the nitty gritty of what is actively happening in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. We set them up on current searches of homes that are coming online in the area so that they're aware too, like, oh, my neighbor five doors down has now listed mm -hmm. their house yeah. and at a steeper, you know, or less of a price than what I'm listed at, these are going to be our competitors. Mm -hmm. So it's like part of that is actively staying on top of what's going on. And t I mean, like this is just part of the hospitality that we offer mm -hmm. to our clients as part of the onboarding process. We want you to know that you can trust us, that we're invested. Mm -hmm. And so that's right off the top, something that we do to, you know, initiate what will be a successful sale of your home. Absolutely. It's really about the experience and that relationship. We don't take on a ton of clients because it's important to us that each client be handled with a, a very high level of attention to detail. Per, you know, you're always going to be dealing with one of us directly. There's, and that's the benefit of us being together is that there's always somebody available to answer your questions mm -hmm. and just making sure that you have a, you always have that person available to help with your questions, whatever's going on. Yeah. So if you're looking for a valuation on your home in the Las mm -hmm. Vegas area, please feel free to reach out to Megan or I. And then if you're also selling in another place, mm -hmm. we can definitely find you a referral for someone who's working in that area, someone who's qualified and experienced to sell your home there. We will work with them as well. Um, to make sure that everything is seamless in the transition from selling your home there to buying your home here and so on. Yeah. And we know agents in other markets. We have a very deep network of referral partners that we work with. So if you're relocating out of state, you know, and, you're, and you don't know where to start, I just helped a cousin uh, last week find an agent in Texas. And yeah. so, you know, it doesn't just have to be, you know, the listing here. 
Um, so let's talk to let's talk to sellers who are are trying to decide what to do because I think that you know there's our market is it's different you know it's never been like this before we've never been in a market that's been like this where rates are high and owners are sort of you know maybe mentally feel handcuffed to their house mm-hmm. uh, because they have a lot of equity and they have a lot of a very low interest rate so do let's if you can we let's talk to yeah. some of those people and kind of help guide them on you know what things to consider because i mean even even us this is the stuff that we talk about like you know if you've been in your home more than 3 years right so if you bought before 2021 you have probably have a below 4 or below 3% interest rate and you know prices have gone up considerably in the last 3 years so you're ha- you have a lot of equity but you feel like okay well i don't want to go pay more for another house because i don't want to lose this low interest rate mm-hmm. so you have options um one being you can rent your house out and probably have cash flow mm-hmm. and buy another house. But let's say you don't want to do that and you don't want to be a landlord. There are other options. You can sell your house if you've been in it at least two years. You don't have to pay capital gains. Mm-hmm. And you can take that equity and take a portion of that to put down on a new house. You can maybe take some of it and buy the interest rate down. Uh, I only recommend spending money on uh, an interest rate buy down. Like, And by, by spending money, I mean you're paying for it and the seller's not paying for it. Sure. If you've done the math on how long you're going to be in the house and you're going to recoup that cost, you're going to be in there long enough to make it make sense. If you're going to be in that new house three years or less, or maybe even five years or less, it may not be worth it to do a rate buy down because more than likely rates are going to come down. Right. So if you are going to be there a long time, you can take some of that money, buy a house that is more to smaller, bigger, whatever, like suits your needs more. Mm-hmm. And then you can take another portion of the equity and buy an investment property somewhere else. Right. You can do something else with that money. So you have options. You don't, ha- I, I just went through this conversation with a, a friend, a client of mine. Uh, she was really ha- kind of the plan last year was to rent her house out. She's got a lot of equity. She's got a really low interest rate. Her plan mm-hmm. was to rent that house out and buy another. And, you know, she was really struggling because prices have gone up a lot. She, she wants a bigger house. And she, she was like, you know, I think I finally come to terms with, um, you know, selling my house uh-huh. and buying something else. And I was like, you can still make that work for you because you can buy this bigger house that you really want, really need. You need the extra bedrooms and then take a portion of that equity and buy, buy another investment property somewhere else. Yeah. And she was like, I hadn't even thought of that. Thank you so much. Like those, there's a lot of conversations that are going to be very specific to an individual circumstance, mm-hmm. but sometimes we get really, um, tunnel vision in our particular circumstances. And that's why it's helpful to talk to someone else Mm -hmm. and get out of your own circular reasoning and see that there are other options out there for you. uh, So you don't have to be stuck in your house. One of the things that we will never tell you is it's a great time to buy all the time because sometimes it's not a great time to buy. And the same thing goes with selling. Mm -hmm. It's not always a great time for you to sell. Maybe you want to wait, you know, Real estate's a lot like playing poker. Sometimes you need to hold. <laughs> yeah. You need to hold. And if we're there for the hold, I don't mind if you call me four years in advance. Mm-hmm. If you plan on moving to Texas in four years, let's start talking now mm-hmm. so that you have plenty of time to know what we should be doing. So it's not like a, a rush at the last minute to do all the things that you need to do to prepare a home yeah. for sale. Yeah, I have one right now. They're being relocated. They're in the military mm-hmm. and they're not going until the summer. And I think their their intention was that they were going to put their house on the market in June and they're going to probably be moving in July. And I'm like, 
that June is too late. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can list a lot sooner. Here's the thing, you know, so we're, we're right now we're in the early stages of figuring out what we think the list price should be, what mm -hmm. improvements need to be made to the house mm -hmm. and really just getting it ready to, so that they're in a position and having those conversations, like, do you need to sell this house to qualify for the next house? Like, right. you know, just that way when they're ready to make the decision, They've had plenty of time to think about it. They have mm -hmm. all the information exactly. and they're not rushing at the last minute. Now they're, now they're going to, now they have to be somewhere else and they haven't even put their house on the market. So, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I think like that conversation is, can, can almost never happen too soon. Yeah. Or too early. Right. All right. So if you're looking to sell your house, thinking you might sell a house or thinking you want to buy a house, you don't want to sell your house. We will never pressure you to do mm -hmm. so. Um, but we want to make sure that you have all the information ahead of time. And if you have any questions, please leave them in the comments for us. We'll be happy to address them on future podcasts. And thanks for watching the Ended Up in Vegas podcast. We'll see you next time.